Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another lifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because guess what? You know your boy doing live and well. Let me tell you something. I got a word from you today. Let me tell you something. I lost it all, but I got it all back. Let me tell you something. I'm so pumped up, family. I want to share this word with you because guess what? You have to note that when the enemy comes in and try to attack you, that God is able to defeat the enemy and give you more back than you lost. Because we're going to look at 1 Samuel 30. We're going to look at King David. Guess what? He's not a king, but in three days later, he will be king. Let me tell you something. God is working for you, even if you don't think that he's working for you. You know my favorite slogan, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Let me tell you something. God loves you. God is fighting for you. God is doing all these wonderful, great things for you. But you have to believe in God. You have to know that God is working, that God is up to something great in your life. Let me tell you something. There's no problem too big or too hard for God. Let me tell you something. I want you to know that God can do it all. Let me tell you something. Title of the message, very simple. Guess what? I lost it all, but I got it back, family. I keep trying to tell you, I don't have a perfect world. Let me tell you something. I got a little of this, a little of that, and some of this, and some of that going on in my world. But guess what? I'm keeping my hope. I'm keeping my belief in God. I know that God can do something. Family, I'm so pumped up. Let me tell you something. When I leave here, I'm going to go on YouTube, and I'm going to talk about they took my kids, but they want to take my kids. Let me tell you something. I got a word tonight for you tonight to give you hope and inspiration to believe that God can defeat the enemies that are in your life, things that come against you, and you can get it back because we're going to find out that David, he had a situation that was so horrific that he needed God to come in and he needed God to show up. He needed God to bless his circumstances. And guess what, family? You know what happened. You know, God's what he always do. Guess what? He always shows up. He always rock and roll because he's God. Let me tell you something. You can trust in the name of Jesus Christ because guess what? He can do it all. Let me tell you something. I got my hope and trust not in Danny Hampton. I got my hope and trust in Jesus the Christ, the anointed one. Guess what? The one who was the true man who came down from heaven. Guess what? And he was the perfect servant. He did it all for me and you. He gave us victory over our circumstances. Family, I'm so pumped up today. I want to let you know that you can trust in God. And like I always say, and y'all know I'm going to repeat it multiple times during this broadcast. Let me tell you something. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And God loves you with an everlasting love. You have to know that you can trust and depend upon God. Know that God is fighting for you. That God will prevail in the circumstances. Nothing that the enemy does to you can keep God out of your life. Trust in God, family, because guess what? I'm trusting in God every day. Let me tell you something. I'm getting ready to have Bible study uh, this Tuesday. I'm going to be on YouTube. Let me tell you something. At 7 p.m., it's going to be uh, Bible study with Danny Hampton. So if you want to hear the word of God, because I'm teaching on faith, I want you to know that everything starts with faith. It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he's awarded a that does seek. Let me tell you something. July the 17th, we're going to have this food truck, me and Pastor Moise Nathan. We're getting ready to go out and do what we got to do for the Lord. Let me tell you something. We're planning to attack the Marquette Park area. We're planning to let the people know that God's house is coming there. And it's coming there to make change. It's coming there to make that community be a godly community that's fighting in unity with one another. Let me tell you something. I got a word for you today. You can trust in Jesus the Christ. Family, I'm so pumped up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Sometimes I get so excited. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me tell you something, family. This is what I did. Earlier, I stopped by the lakefront. Guess what I saw? I saw them old geese again. Guess what? This time I saw the family geese. They had the babies out. The babies was walking with the mom and dad. I said, what? 
could this really be true? The mom, dad, and the baby's all walking together. Let me tell you something. I realized from that very moment that even the animals understand the organization of family, and they know that God has created them. Let me tell you something. That's all kind of love. You can see love in anything and everything. Let me tell you something. I believe in the power of God. I trust God with all my heart. Let me tell you something. I'm trusting God right now to do some things for me that I can't do for myself. Hallelujah. That's the power of being a believer. Not just believing, but just trusting that God will show up in the midst of everything. That whatever the enemy is trying to do in your life, let me tell you something. Because the enemy is going to try to attack David. Let me tell you something. But this boy David, because he believes in God and he trusts God, he's going to do what we wouldn't do. What is he going to do? He's going to talk to God. Let me tell you something. You got to understand the word of God says that God said, my house should be called a house of prayer. Guess what David is going to do? He's going to show us how to invoke God in our circumstances and get God to move across, move, move in our area that we need him to move in. David is going to do that. He's going to do it because guess what he's going to do? He's going to talk to God. Let me tell you something. I lost everything, but I got it back. That's the title of this. Let me tell you something. I'm going to go over to YouTube. I'm going to say, they come to take my kids. That's going to be the next message. Boy, do I got a word for you tonight. Let me tell you something. They're trying to take my kids. Let me tell you something. If you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. I want to show that God is a God that can make a way out of no way. Because guess what? This woman is about to lose it all. She's about to lose our kids. But, but if you want to see it, you're going to have to go to YouTube. Let me tell you something. You're going to check your boy out. Because guess what I'm be talking about? They're trying to take my kids. That's all I'm going to say was getting ready to happen in a little while. But family, let me tell you something. If you got the power and you got the faith to know that God can work miracles, then guess what? Then trust her. Let me tell you something. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care how bad, you know, you feel uh, beat down understand this you can trust in the name of jesus that's all i'm saying you can trust in that name let me tell you something that name can do anything this is what jesus said in the bible he said hey use my name because guess what he said this he told he said just like this if you ask the father anything about the name he would do it for you let me tell you something about this podcast show this podcast show started out as a thought, but guess what it became? It became God's podcast. And guess what? I want to tell you right now, we're in like 25 different states. We're like in seven different countries. And guess what? You know, uh, right now I give honor to the places. I get to mention where we being listened to and where we being heard at. But guess what? Today I'm going to do the same thing. But one day, family, it's going to be just like this. I'm going to uh, say, hey, family. I don't say, hey, Danny, because we're going to have time to do it because guess what? We'll be here all day. We won't get God's word out. But let me thank the state of Illinois, which is my home state. I live in the city of Chicago. Let me tell you, I thank South Carolina. I thank Texas, Louisiana, New York. Alabama, California, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Minnesota, Colorado, Georgia, Florida, Connecticut, Wisconsin, Virginia, Oklahoma, New, New Jersey, Missouri, Michigan, Maryland, and Kansas. Guess what? I need some water right now. But guess what, family? I want to tell you, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart. I mean, I like to thank the country of Spain. I like to thank the country of Russia. I like to thank the country of Australia. I would like to thank the country of Iran. I like to thank the United Kingdom. I would like to thank the country of Canada, the country of Belgium. Thanks for being a part of You're Not Alone Cop podcast family let me tell you something i told y'all guess what in 2021 i'm going to plant this church me and pastor moise we're going to plant it in the market park area let me tell you something. i told you i'm just like jesus the christ guess what i told you i'm a carpenter guess what i got i got my toolbox ready i got my hammer i got my duct tape guess what we're getting ready to go out here we're gonna put some things together family i told you i got a word for you today it's gonna be just like i said i lost everything but i got it back can you believe that
that David lost everything and he got it back. I'm going to show it to you in the word family. But, you know, before we do, we just don't roll up into God's word without prayer. Let's pray. Oh, precious father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. I thank you for your word, father. I pray for the persecuted church. Father, I pray for all your people around the world, father, that you would bless them. I pray for the ones who are incarcerated, the ones in the hospital, father. I pray for the widows, the orphans and the poor, father. Bless your people. Show up for them, father. Let them know they can get it all back because guess what? We about to see David go to the enemy camp and God is going to give him such an abundance. Let me tell you something. The word said, God said that he would open up a window and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Guess what? This was getting ready to happen to David. I'm so pumped up. I'm so glad to be able to talk to you and talk to you about this word of God. Let me tell you, I'm be looking in the New Living Translation. I'm being 1 Samuel 30. Let me tell you something. This is one of the greatest chapters in the Bible because let me tell you something. Things about to be fulfilled in David's life when he got anointed by uh, Samuel. Guess what? He didn't know it was going to take this long for it to happen. But guess what God getting ready to do? God has to make that promise that he made to that boy when he was a teenage boy, when he was at the barbecue that he wasn't invited to. Did y'all hear that? Family? That's a nugget. They didn't invite David to the barbecue. It was the fact that uh, Jesse had ran out of church. They said, this Samuel said, do you have anybody left? He said, I got this boy named David in the field tending to the sheep. He said, send for him because we ain't going to sit down until he come. And when that boy walked up, the Holy Spirit grabbed a hold of Samuel and said, this is the one. This is the one who should be anointed and appointed. Family, I'm so pumped up. You know I'm pumped up. I know you hear that in my voice. Let me tell you something. I love you. I want to let you know that you're not alone. Guess what? I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm believing that God would just come in your life, that he would fill you with joy and happiness, that you would see God move in your world, that you would not be just beat down and struck down. Let me tell you something. Sometimes I know I get high loving God, but guess what? We got to love him anyhow. We got to know that he's working on our behalf. Guess what? One of the greatest tricks of the enemy is to show you that God is not working on your behalf. He will try to make you feel that, guess what? God ain't doing nothing. That you're going to stay in that same place forever. Let me tell you something. That's the lie from the pit of hell. Let me tell you something. We're about to read it because I'm teaching on faith. Let me tell you, Tuesday night at 7 p.m., I'm going to be on YouTube. I'm going to even be on Zoom. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be teaching on faith. Let me tell you something. Tuesday night, 7 p.m. on YouTube. All you got to do is look up Bible study with Danny Hampton because guess what? We're going to be rocking and rolling. We're going to be talking about some good stuff because I want you to know that everything happens with faith. Everything that I'm going to allude to in this Bible study until we start getting into the book. I got a book that I'm going to teach from, but today and tomorrow I'm going to be teaching on faith because guess what? I believe faith is the foundation for anything. Let's go family. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 1. Here we go. I'm right here right now. You ready? It says three days later when David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziglag, they found that the Amalek's had made a raid into Nigavah and the Z and Ziglag, and they had crushed Ziglag and burnt it to the ground. Because you imagine coming home and seeing your fire, seeing your home smoked by fire, smoke everywhere. You look around, you don't see nothing. You don't see the kids. You don't see your wife. Everything is gone. But guess what? Let me tell you something. David and his men are going to lose it all. But guess what? They're going to get it back because God is going to show up and God is going to work in their behalf. God is going to work a miracle for them because he's God Almighty. Let me tell you something. Sometimes when you're waiting on God to show up in your life, guess what? Your friends might turn on you. Your friends might beat you down. They might say, man, God didn't do it. God got you out here all straggly raggly. Let me tell you something. They're going to forget about all the good things that you did for them. They're going to attack you, but you got to know that God 
God is on your side at all times. Remember this, whatever's on your heart and mind, you have to know that it's on God's heart and mind. Let's check it out, family. I want you to see what I'm talking about. Check it out. It says, I'll go back to verse one. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their town in Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had made a raid into Nigeba and Ziklag. Let me tell you something. The reason why David and his men was in Ziklag, because I didn't drop this on YouTube. David had been on the run for Saul because he had been living in the lands of the Philistines because he just couldn't take no more pressure from being chased and pursued by Saul. So he went into, he made allegiance with the enemy of Israel. But guess what? God was going to bring him out because it was time for him to become king. Let me tell you something. David was a man who was anointed and appointed by God. Let me tell you something. When David had all the time to, to erect vengeance on Saul, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't lay a hand on him. He knew that all things belonged to God, that all things belong. He knew that Saul was anointed by God. He knew that he should touch him because he was anointed by God. God had made him king. He said that, guess what? If anything happened to him, be at the hands of God. It won't be at the hands of me. Let me tell you something. David was an honorable man. He loved Saul. He was Saul's son-in-law, but Saul was jealous of him because guess what? He knew that the anointing had left him and it had clung to David. And so he hated David because of that. But guess what? Every time David would Catch up with him. He tried to catch with David, tried to kill David. David would say something and Saul would just, just melt and say, David, I know you're going to be king one day. Could you imagine that? This meant that when Saul declared that, that meant that he knew that something had to happen to his whole family for David to be king. Because guess what? How can David be king? And he's not part of the lineage of Saul. He's not part. He's not part of that bloodline. But let me tell you something. This is what I mean about God and by faith. God could do something so impossible that like that he can take a shepherd boy and replace him as king. If God can do that with David, what can he do for you? You got to know that who God is and that God is working all the time. I'm rocking and rolling family. Let me tell you something. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You have to know that you're not alone. You have to know that God is fighting for you. Even when it struggles and when it it's hard. God is doing what he got to do for you. Let's go ahead on family. Just say, man, daddy, you just only in the first couple of verses, but let me get on here. It says this. It says that they had carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. Let me tell you something. God let the enemy come in, but the enemy couldn't kill them people because guess what? God is so powerful. He, 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 has, he has put a hold on that. Let me tell you something. You're not going to leave here until God said it's time for you to leave. Hallelujah. Did you hear me, hear me say that? You're not going to leave here until God says it's time for you to leave. I'm so pumped up and fired up today. I just need to talk to your family because guess what? This is the only way that I know how to get comfort is to talk about the word of God and talk about the power of God. Here we go in verse 3. Daddy, you read two verses. That's right because I'm rocking and rolling. Here we go. When David and his men saw the ruins and realized what had happened to their families, they wept until they could not weep no more. David, two wives of Hinnanab from Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, were among those captured. And David was now in great danger. Oh, what? He's in great danger. Let me tell you something. You can be there for people. You can love on them, but guess what? Sometimes them people will turn on you and they'll treat you like you ain't done nothing for them. They'll make you feel so bad and miserable. Check it out. This is what happened. It says, now David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about to lose their, about losing their sons and daughters. And they began talking of stoning him, but David found strength in the Lord. Let me tell you something. 
This is what happened. I'm, I'm talking about, I had to put the Bible down for a second because I got to be real. This is what happened. They lost everything, but they had forgot that all of them was on the run from Saul for some reason. And David had befriended them and brought them in and made them a family. Let me tell you something. He protected them with his life. Let me tell you something. Wherever David went, he had these boys with him, but guess what? He was loving on them. But that moment, they all wanted to kill him. Just, it was him and 600 men. Could you imagine 600 men wanting to kill you? But David knew something that we need to know. He knew how to get strength from the Lord. Let me tell you something. If you can be a praying man, a praying woman, let me tell you something. You can open the windows of heaven. You can get God into your life and God will move upon you. Let me tell you something. This is what God is getting ready to do for David. Let me tell you something. I lost everything, but I got it back. That's the title of the message. I lost everything, but I got it back. I want you to know that you can get it back, that God get it back for you. Let's go ahead on. We going to see. Then he said to Abathar the priest, bring me the ephod. And so Abathar brought it to him. Then David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? Let me tell you something. Do you know David asked these questions? And the reason why he asked these questions, because guess what? David wasn't going to do anything unless God had given him permission to do it. Let me tell you something. When you know who God is, you get on your knees and you talk to God and you say what you got to say to God. Understand is you can trust God. You can believe in God because God is that kind of God. Let me tell you something. God is a God of love. God is always working on your behalf. Let me tell you something. We're going to find out because guess what? And when he talks to the Lord, guess what? God didn't keep him waiting. This is what I'm saying. When you're in right relationship with God, God will speak to you. Check it out. It says, and the Lord told him, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. Did you hear that? That's God's promise right there. Boom, that's a nugget right there, family. God said, go. You're going to get it all back. You don't have to. Let me tell you, hey, God knows everything. If you didn't think God knew everything, you see your boy Danny just showed you right there in 1 Samuel 3 that God knew everything. He told him, say, you're going to get it all back because guess what? I'm upholding. I'm sustaining with my power. This is the type of God that we serve. Let's roll on. And so David and his 300 men set out and they came to the brook of Besor. But 200 men were too exhausted to cross the brook. So David continued to pursue with 400. Along the way, they found an Egyptian in a field and brought him to David. They gave him some bread to eat, some water to drink. They also gave him a pot of a fig cake and two clusters of raisin. For he had not had anything to eat or drink for three days and nights. Before long, his strength returned. Let me tell you something. This boy was sick for three days. You know what that represents? The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what was getting ready to happen. That's what Jesus, when he defeated Satan, Satan, guess what? They said Jesus was locked away for three days, but he came back, baby. He came back with all power. Let me tell you something. God is letting you know about Christ, but also he let you know that whatever the enemy is taken from you, you're going to get it back, and God is going to get it back. David lost it all. I lost it all, but I got it back. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart, man. Let's go ahead on, family. And this is what David said. It says, to whom do you belong? Where do you come from? David asked him. I am an Egyptian, the slave of the Amalek. He, he replied, my master abandoned me three days ago because I was sick. We were on our way back from the raiding, the Kurdite, the Negevah, the, temp, the territories of Judah and the lands of Caleb. And we had just burned Ziglag. Will you lead me to this band of raiders? David replied, let me tell you something. David knew that God had set him up. He knew that God was getting ready to get the victory along the way. 
God allowed this young man to be sick for three days because he knew that David would be pursuing. Let me tell you something. If you don't think that God orders your step, then you're wrong. God orders your steps. And when he's delighted in you, he's going to protect you. He's going to do it all because guess what? He's good at what he does and he does it well. Let me tell you something. You can trust in God and check it out. He said, will you lead me? To this band of raiders, David asked. The young man replied, this is what he said. If you take an oath in God's name that you will not kill me or give me back to my master, then I will guide you to them. Let me tell you something. When you got someone come to this, this young boy from each wasn't, wasn't, wasn't slow, was he? He said, no, David, I ain't going to let you be the one. I'm going to make you give an oath to your God because guess what? Everyone knew that the children of Israel had to follow their God to be blessed. So this Egyptian just tells him, hey, all he's doing is just say, hey, hey, he might have he heard about Rahab, had Rahab escaped in Jericho because she had faith and she talked to them boys about what happened 40 years ago and God saved her and our family just as he's getting ready to do for this Egyptian boy. Let me tell you something and check this out. So he led David to them and they found the Amalek spread a across the field, eating and drinking and dancing with joy because of the vast amount of plunder they had taken from the Philistines and the lands of Judah. Let me tell you something. They raided two countries. They raided Philistines. They raided Judah. They took all that stuff. But guess what? David's about to just say they had a vast plunder. Remember like this. They took what they had out of it. They went everywhere taking stuff. But guess what? Everything that they took, God is about to give it back to David. Let me tell you something. In the book of Ecclesiastes, it says this, that God gives a task to send us together and collect the gift to those who are good. Let me tell you something. David is about to get such a great spoil. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you so, so you'll know. David is going to send his, his, his portions of his spoil out to all his friends. And guess what? Within the next three days, he's going to be king. He's going to be, he's going to start out. Let me tell you something. When God is working in your life, you know that God is doing it. You just have to trust in God. Even when it hurts, God leads. You, you got to trust in God. Even when it hurts, let's go ahead on. And so check it out. It says this, they had a vast plunder that they had taken from the Philistines and the land of Judah. David and his men rushed in among them and slaughtered them throughout the night and the entire next day until evening. None of the, none of the Amalek's escaped except the 400 young men who fled on camels. Let me tell you something, man. Them boys was at battle. David was a warrior. David was handling Ben. He was executing. He was like, ah, ah, ah. he was doing what he had to do because guess what? He was getting vengeance on his enemy. And let me tell you something. David is a man at the God's own heart because guess what? He's going to show compassion because I'm getting ready to family. I'm getting that one because I want you to see how compassion works because David's going to have compassion on the 200 who didn't go. Let's go ahead on family. Like I told you, I lost it all, but I got it back. But you got to know that God to give it back to you. Here we go. It says, so here we go. Let's go back. And it says this, but except the 400 young men who fled on the camels, David, David got back everything that the Amalekites had taken and he rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, small or great, sons or daughters, nor anything that had been taken. David brought everything back. He had recovered all the flocks and herbs and his men drove them ahead of the other stock. 
The plunder belonged to David. Man, David, man, let me tell you something. When God want to bless you, God will bless you beyond your imagination. Let me tell you something. David don't know he's getting ready to become king. He's just in battle. But let me tell you something. And the plunder was so great because he was going to be a man after God's own heart. He's going to give, he's going to give portions to everyone because guess what? Because when you understand when God is blessed, you know what you're going to do? You're going to start sharing what God has given you and you're going to not hoard it. David didn't hoard it. He shared it. But let me tell you something. These guys with David, they were, they were, they were, they were some roguish, bogus people. Let's let me, I'm, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Then David returned to the brook of Esau. He met up with the 200 men who had been left behind because they were too exhausted to go with him. Then they, then they went out to meet David and his men and David greeted them joyfully. Hey, I got your family back, baby. I got your baby back. I got you. We got your wife back. Hey, I got everything back. David just smiling. Hey, I love y'all. Even though y'all were trying to kill me, let me tell you something. David didn't hold, he didn't hold anything against them. He was bought the sheet, sharing everything. But check out these wicked people with David right here. Here we go and watch, watch see what these old snakes do. There's a whole bunch of snakes. Watch out them snakes, those snakes bite. Ah! That's how I feel when a snake bites you. And he said, they did not go with us, so they cannot have any other plunder we recovered. Did you hear that trying to tell David? Man, David, we ain't going to share. Now, check out what David says. This is what David says. Give them their wives and their children and tell them to go to be gone. This is the people trying to tell David to do. But check it out. But when David said, no, my brothers, don't be. Let me tell you something. This is why he's going to be anointed, why he's appointed to be king, because he's about to make a declaration that would be held up in Israel until this very day. He says this selfish with what the Lord has given us. He has kept us safe and helped us defeat the band of raiders that attacked us. Who will listen when we talk like this? We share and we share like those who go to battle and those who guard the equipment from then on David made this a decree and a regulation for Israel. And it is followed today. Let me tell you something. Did you hear what that boy David did? He said for those who don't go, but just stay and watch the equipment. They get part of the blessing. This is why this boy is going to be king in the next three days. Family, I'm so pumped up. You know, I'm going to let you know. I'm getting ready to get ready to get ready to go over to YouTube. Let me tell you something. I'm about to talk about this. They come to take my kids. Let me tell you something. We're going to talk about this woman. Some people come to take our kids. But guess what? Because of faith. Because of power and belief in God. God is going to show up for her. And he's going to make a miracle for her. I'm so excited, family. But if you want to see more, go to YouTube. Look up You're Not Alone podcast. Danny Hampton. Look at your boy. I'm going to be rocking and rolling. I got nugget after nugget. I want to let you know that God is fighting for you. God is upholding. Let's close out in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. I thank you for those who listen to the podcast, Father, and those who couldn't listen to it, Father. I pray that you bless your people, Father. I pray that your word go all around the world, that it does what it says. It says, your return, your will return, none void, Father. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Family, you know I got to say it before I get out. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart, man. You're not alone. Guess what? I love you and God love you. I can't wait to talk to you again, but if you want to check out your boy, slide on over to YouTube, because I'm about to go off. They trying to take my kids. But let me tell you something. God going to show up for this woman just like he showed up for David. And guess what? They ain't going nowhere. They going to stay at home with mama. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.